Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and the other on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, and they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by, watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he, if he is the Christ of God, the Chosen One. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds, but this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. Friends and family, my condolences to you in this time of loss, this day. God's peace and assurance be upon you this day. A family member said to me several months ago that they wished that I knew Mike earlier on in his life, before he began to battle with Alzheimer's. I wish that too. I really do. I wish that too. I also wish that you as a family did not have to experience the struggles with Alzheimer's in Mike's life. Now, I certainly do not want to assume to understand everything that you as a family has gone through with Mike, with these circumstances. Lord knows that it can be difficult when a close loved one forgets precious memories, forgets names, forgets birthdays and anniversaries, and can even forget faces. There's no doubt about it that the loss of memory can be unsettling for those with Alzheimer's and their families and friends. Perhaps what can be so unsettling is that our mind has a way of holding on to things. Yes, our mind has a way of holding on to things, things that are important to us. We cling to those good memories that we all have. We cling to them in our mind. We cling to those faces that we love and that we cherish. We cling to those stories that define us, those stories that give us joy, those meaningful stories of life. Our mind will even cling to the Christian faith, to that knowledge and that hope of Jesus. 
But as is often as the case, yes, as often as is the case, our minds weaken later in life, resulting in us forgetting these precious things, as well as important scripture verses and the basic stories and truths of the Christian faith. All of this can lead us to wonder, and wonder this, what happens to a person's status with God when the body begins to shut down, a person's mind is unable to consciously confess and cling to Christ? What happens? I'm reminded by a most powerful quote. Uh, It's a remarkable, powerful quote from a German theologian named Helmut Tillichy. He once said this, get this, Praise God that the gospel is more than a philosophy or an ideology. If it were only a dry religious idea, you would just have it as long as you could keep it in your mind so that you could get comfort from it. However, thank God that the gospel, this very Christian faith, is so much more that even when you can no longer think about God, he thinks about you. If we can feel nothing of his presence, he still feels for you. Right here, right now, the declaration of that good news of the gospel for you to hear and for me to hear The good news of the gospel for Mike and for all of us is that even when Mike's mind slowed at the very end of life, Jesus remembered him. Even when you and I are plagued by the pain of life, the numbness of death, of losing a loved one, God still feels for you. Praise God that the gospel is not dependent on our actions towards God, but dependent on God's actions towards you to me, and to our brother Michael. I praise God that Michael's salvation is not dependent upon his remembrance of Christ, but upon Christ's remembrance of him as his baptized saint. In our reading from the Gospel of Luke, the thief on the cross, he asked Jesus this most profound question. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Yes, remember me when you come into your kingdom, Jesus. And Jesus, he responded to that thief on the cross, and he said these words, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now, without going into a lot of technicalities, Jesus speaks this in a way that communicates, communicates certainty. You will be with me in paradise. This is true. It will happen. You can count on it. You can depend on this. It is a promise of certainty. The thief, yes, that thief on the cross, belonged to Jesus because Jesus remembered him. Mike belongs to Jesus because Jesus remembers Mike. It is certain. You can count on it. Just think about this. How could the Lord possibly forget Mike? Mike is one whom Christ died and bled for on that cross. Mike is one whom Christ washed in the waters of baptism, snatching him from darkness unto light. Mike is one who kneeled at the Lord's table, right here at the Lord's table, as one of Jesus' personal guests. One simply does not forget a friend. And Mike was a friend of Jesus. And Jesus was a friend of Mike. And so Mike's soul is with Jesus right now as we speak. Right now, his soul is with Christ in paradise. Christ did not 
and he cannot forget Mike. It is certain you can count on it. But what of Mike's body? Well, this afternoon, yes, this afternoon, the body of Mike will be committed to a sanctified, that is, a holy grave, to await the resurrection of all the dead. As family, yes, as family and friends, you will remember this grave of Mike's traveling there from time to time. But as is true with all of life, as is true with all of life, your memories of Mike will fade. The inscriptions on Mike's tomb will diminish as well from the elements of this world. The grass may even grow tall to cover part of the tombstone. But unlike everything in this life that fades, God's word does not fade. His word that promises a resurrection to each and every one of you, his word that promises a resurrection to Michael does not waver. The resurrection is certain. You can count on it. When Jesus chose to die for Mike on the cross, well, Christ, he was not content to leave Mike's body in the grave. And so Jesus, yes, Jesus burst out from his tomb alive, bodily alive, to be the first among many resurrections to come. And he gives this promise of the resurrection to Mike and to you in his holy word. And this promise does not change and it does not fade. The Lord always, mark this, he always remembers his promises to his baptized saints. And so when Jesus comes back someday, when he comes back someday, the grave will burst forth and Mike will be given a renewed body. Yes, a renewed body with a renewed mind a completely renewed body and mind and soul. Kathy, mark this. Mike will see you in glory. He will see you in glory, and you will see him. He will remember you, and he will smile upon you with joy in his eyes. And Arlene and Amanda and Debbie, You've been Mike's girls. No doubt about it, you've been Mike's girls. The pride and joy of his life. And when Christ resurrects all of you on that great last day, you will see Daddy. You will see Daddy. And he will see you. Mike will remember you and smile with the kind of smile that only a dad has for his beloved daughters. And together, all of you, together, all of you, together, all of you, with all the saints who have gone before us, we will all giggle and laugh and dance, bursting forth with energy because Jesus has made all things new. Made all things new. Yes, all things new. Praise God that the gospel is more than a philosophy, an empty philosophy or a floaty ideology. Because if it was only a dry religious idea, you would just have it as long as you could keep it in your mind so that it could give you comfort. But thank God that the gospel, this Christian faith, this Christian faith that we're baptized into is so much more that even when we can no longer think about God, that he still thinks about us. If we can feel nothing of him and his presence, he still feels for us. The Lord Jesus, yes, the Lord Jesus, he remembers Mike and he feels for you. He makes all things new. He makes all things new.
In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.